Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. ChumbaCasino.com has over a hundred casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. by law. Eighteen plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello everyone and welcome to Then, Now and the Next Game here on Club at 22, the Rangers podcast. In this show we will be reviewing the results from then, discuss the main news and rumours from now and go through today's press conference before previewing the next game against St Johnston which is on Wednesday evening at McDermott Park. I am your host Scott Carney and joining me to round up all things Rangers is Ali Pearson. How's it going mate? Not too bad. Feels like we're doing one of these every day now, the amount of games we're playing at the moment. <laughs> it's yeah. coming thick and fast, which is a positive during this Christmas period, but no, I'm looking forward to talking about it. It is, it is piling up, mate. The shows are going to be um, kind of thick and fast over the, the festive period, just as the way the football tends to be. But, I mean, apart from the football, you all sorted for Santa coming, mate? Got everything. I was in Asda early doors this morning. That was a fucking riot. Folk don't seem to know how to work trolleys in Asda. Just banging no. in you all the time. Also, also, also social distancing for that matter, mate. They don't no, know how to do no. it. So, aye, I've got everything done now. So, aye, that's me. What about yourself? Aye, pretty much, mate. Pretty much all done and dusted. Um, me and the missus have got quite a lot happening over the next year with a new house and that. So, we've decided to kind of keep things quite subdued for Christmas this year um, so no presents either way we're just getting kind of immediate family presents so you can't go fucking CMD anyway mate do you know what I mean it's not as if you're, <laughs> it's not as if MD's missing out then so but I, as I say we will move on to the football because that's why people listen to us mate to be honest so we'll go over the results that we've had for Rangers over the last seven days and it's been somewhat of a, a roller coaster for us um, we will start in, of course, in Paisley, where Rangers did their best to ruin a Christmas um, in 90 minutes of football I wish never to be repeated, with a very, very disappointing 3-2 defeat to St Murn in the League Cup. It's been about a time since, obviously, the game, mate, and we did do a post-match rant on it. Um, <laughs> it literally was just 25, 30 minutes of us just ranting. It is available in the archives if you want to go listen back to it. But I mean, I'm still not really over it. I mean, I can completely 
get my focus fully back on the league and maybe even Europe to that extent. But it still doesn't make it any easier not being in that cup because it was still a fantastic opportunity. Have your opinions changed at all? Or are you pretty much the same? No, not really. The good thing about the game on Saturday was it was supposed to get out your system straight away, but no, it was a, it was a sore one, to be honest. We had a, a major chance of um, lifting our first bit of silverware in, what was it, eight, nine years, whatever it is, last yeah, time we did it. So, and again, it was, it, it, it gave us the momentum. I think the cup final was about the 28th of February as well, so but it gave us momentum. And I, to be honest, along with many other Rangers fans, I did not see it coming at all on Wednesday night there. Didn't see it. We, like we've said for, from day one, there will be a bump in the road somewhere, but nobody expected it there. And fair play to St Mirren, got to give them their due. Stuck to their task, did very well. But if you give three stupid goals away and they were stupid goals to give away, you don't deserve to win a football match. And, that, and that's what we did. So uh, hopefully it's a kick up the arse and we can motor on from there. Yeah, I mean, I'll I'll hold my hands up as well, mate. The, the rant that I had on um, after the St Mern game, I didn't I don't think I credited St Mern once, but you really have to give them credit. For, they wanted it more than than we did. They showed more determination than we did, and thereby in no way, in any way, shape, or form, are they a better footballing team than us. But they wanted it more that night, and they got it. So you've got to give fair play to them. And that cup, to be fair, now was really open to anybody. Um, yeah. Any one of them teams that are left in that could win that. That's what's again. That's the most frustrating thing. But because if we done that, then we should probably win it. So, but anyway, that's that's in the past, and we will just leave that one there. And <laughs> hopefully, we're never speaking about that. Hopefully, we don't go. That was the only chance we had, mate. So, <laughs> we'll move on to uh, Saturday. So we had a three o'clock kick off on a Saturday at Ibrox against Motherwell. Remember when you could go to the games, mate. And you could go to a three o'clock kickoff, and you could go out and have your your brekkie and that, and then go for a few pints before the game. I'm trying to think when the last three o'clock on a Saturday game was that we went to. Well, the last one, the last the last game we went to was the Leverkusen game. I know that, but I'm trying to think of a Saturday three o'clock that was. <laughs> seems a thing of the past. <laughs> we used yeah. to make a day of it. I mean, it was brilliant, and, but. When we'll get that back, I don't know. <laughs> no, I don't know. A long, long time ago. But as you say, Rangers did their best to add more misery to a festive period, really, with the first 45 minutes that we witnessed at Ibrooks. But thankfully, we showed some amount of character and beat the bus company known as Motherwell, or Motherwall, depending on how you mm. want to look at it, um, in a 3-1 win with a very, very important one, um, three points. And... To be honest, hopefully, depending on the result tomorrow night, it kind of saved our, our Christmas, hopefully. So, my thoughts in the game are say, pretty similar to what we did on the post-match. I think Rangers did huff and puff in the first half. Um, we'll come on to the, the presser today, with, but Gary Mack, he said that he gives credit to the players in the first half for their job that they've done. Um, I can dis- completely disagree with that. I don't think we did nearly enough in the first half. Um, the second half, the changes made all the difference, and Rangers really did get out of there deservedly, 3-1 winners. As I say, Motherwell did not play football. They did not try and play football. I have never seen a defence set up like that in my entire life. Um, so, I mean, you only you only get what you deserve when you come to play football like that, in my opinion, and Rangers managed it. So, what are your thoughts now? We've obviously calmed down from the, the roller coaster that was Saturday. Aye, like Saturday was a... 
I don't, still don't even want to think about Saturday, to be honest, the way, the way it sort of unfolded. <laughs> Thankfully, I had a drink through it all the time. And even that didn't calm me down, to be honest. But, I mean, you can see a goal after, what was it, six minutes, whatever it was. Six minutes, yeah. I, t- to, give, to give them a goal of a start, was, it was the worst start we could think of coming off a of Wednesday night because you know how these teams set up. I didn't think Motherwell would be as defensive as they were, to be honest, because we've played them twice this season. Obviously, at Fur Park, we took my part. I expect them to be defensive, but but not to the not as bad Next. as they were, to be honest, yeah. the extent of it. But but if you give these teams a goal of a start, I, I mean, if they didn't score, it could have been a, maybe a different game. They may have slightly opened up Motherwell, but to give them a goal of a start, they're always going to do it. And you can slag these teams saying, ah, oh, they sit and play two banks of five, they don't want to play football. But if these teams come out and play football against us, they'll get beat. Probably nine times out of ten, to be honest. So it's hard to it's hard to slag Motherwell. I mean, I wouldn't want to watch that every week if I was a Motherwell fan. And like you say, they got to deserve Motherwell. Two banks of fives. They didn't want to play football. I mean, at one point McGregor picks a ball up nearly in their half, and Hollander and Goldson are sitting basically in their half the whole game. I mean, it was, it was unbelievable to, for a neutral to watch that game. They would have thought, "What the fuck's going on here? What's this? What's Motherwell all about?" But yeah, it showed character with Rangers. We'll the press conference, but I thought it showed a lot of character with Rangers. And I did think the crowd not being there, I thought, was a major, major influence because I thought if the crowd were there, I, like I said um, in the previous show, I think we could have been talking about a different result there. I think that was a a, a big, big thing, and I think it's helped Rangers this season. The crowd not being there, and um, if I need to sit in my house. All fucking season and Rangers win fifty five. I'll be quite happy. <laughs> yeah, it's like it's a good point though about the crowd. As you say, I know how I would have been feeling if I mean I would have been there if I could have been there. Um, obviously, um, we both get season tickets, mate. So, um, I, I would not have been happy, and I would have been feeling the worst, probably even more so than what I was watching the game on the TV. Um, but as you say, with Motherwell, it's it's. We can't really criticise the way other teams want to play football, which all they really have. We gave them the goal when they played the two banks of five. Now, we have used terms of two banks of five before in the past, but I've never seen anything like that before. I honestly have never seen anything like it. I know. And even watching the highlights back, at one point, there was three attacks of Rangers going forward, and I counted every single motherable player in that one shot, in that one screenshot, and I'm going, right, well, it's a back back 11, really, is what you're playing against. So there's been plenty of banter flying about about it though, but it, at the end of the day, we got out of there with a three-one. Um, said to Ted and Kamal Roof doing the business for us. Um, thank God, and it just the momentum just stayed with us. I think, um, and hopefully we carry that into hopefully tomorrow night, which we we will come to. So obviously now we are entering the the speculation season um, with the transfer window fast approaching and the latest one that has been linked with Rangers, I move in is a Croatian player a young Croatian fullback called Marijan Cabraja Cabraja, I'm going with Cabraja Um, he's 23 I know, (laughs) he's 23 and he's currently playing with Gorica, I'll go with Gorica as well, or Goricha, Goricha I don't know, I'm I'm not very good at Croatian Sounds all right. 
But um, so yeah, as the creation itself that's came out and said that there has been contact made by Rangers, so he's claimed that it's true Rangers have made contact, but it all depends on how the things develop with Barisic. Now, by this, I'm presuming there's a, maybe a wee bit of paper talk rolled, on, rolled into this, including his agent. I'm not expecting Barisic to leave in the summer, the way that the, uh, not the summer and the transfer window coming up. So I'm presuming this is one based that summer next year. So I know nothing about the boy. Um, apparently, he's he's quite highly rated, though. And as I say, him and his agent have both kind of come out and said that contact has been made, but it's how things develop with Barisic now. In my opinion, Barisic isn't going in the January window. No. That's not going to happen. So I think it's really based on if Barisic has a stormer at the Euros and then leaves, he could be the, the replacement. So you seen much thoughts on it? No, it's the first I've heard of that one. I'm surprised, to be honest. I mean, obviously, Big, big Shirley's a, a left-back who you would mm-hmm. thought could potentially t- take over Barisic's role. But, I mean, we need to look at these positions because... We're not going to hold on to these guys, your Barisic's, your Joe Aribos, your Kent's, your Alfie's. So we're not going to hold on to these guys for three, four, five years. They're going to be with us a maximum three, four year, and they'll move on. So you need to look at replacements. And if he's Croatian, obviously Barisic, we've had a bit of joy with Barisic being Croatian. There's a chance Barisic probably could go in the summer the way he's going. He's, he's yeah. been playing really well. He's Croatian, the Croatia left-back as well. I know he's been in and out of that team recently, but he is still their left-back. He'll be going to the Euros as well, and if he has a stormer there again, it's like Glenn Kamara we've talked about. Folk will be looking at him, so I'm not surprised Rangers are looking in these areas because we really need to be. Yeah, I agree. Um, to be honest, mate, I think if we win 55 and if we get through the next round of um, the Europa League, I think fucking the whole team could go, to be honest. But <laughs> at that point, I'm not really going to give a shit because <laughs> all I want is 55. It's all we all want. So um, I think there could be quite a number of people. If the, 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 the season goes that we, we want it to in the way that it's going just now, there could be a lot of players that could be looking to move on. But again, this is, this is the football team that we are. This is the country that we play football in, mate. And this is the model that we need to run on. We have spoke about it before, the whole Ajax model thing, and we bring in players for a X amount, we develop them, make them even better, make sure they have a stormer at a, a summer competition, and we sell them on for double or more than double than what we bought them for. It's just what 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 we're going to need to do. So, yeah, I agree with you. It's one of the things that we do need to be looking into. So that's really all I've really heard in terms of people coming in. So I have heard the outgoings one. This one's quite an obvious one to make. Um, an assumption they will be leaving is Greg Stewart. Um, again, how true it is, I don't know. It's one of the, I say it's one of the easiest ones to come up with because he hasn't really featured at all for Rangers. He's been linked with Dundee United. He's been linked with Hearts. He's been linked with Hibs, I think, and he's also been linked with a few clubs down south. Now, again, I don't know how much truth is in this, but I wouldn't be surprised if he was to go. No, he's Greg Stewart was a funny one when we signed him. He was an all, he was an okay player, but a lot of those teams you've just mentioned, that's probably his level. To be honest, those yeah. teams. He's um, he came in last season. He played a couple of games. He he done all right sometimes coming on the me cameos, and everyone says, well, "Let's give him a go." Gave him a go. He didn't really do much, but he's way. I mean, in terms of the squad now, he's way way down the peck order. I mean, he doesn't even get a bench some weeks, and you can how big's the bench at the moment with the five subs? Yeah, I mean, you can feel pretty much anyone. So. Sometimes he's not on that, but I think Greg Stewart's 30 years of age as well, so 
I think Rangers would just be happy to get him off the books, to be honest. I think they're quite easy to deal with in terms of him. Yeah, I agree, mate. I think it would be quite a quite a straightforward out, um, to be honest. But I said there's going to be a number of them now, especially with Jones and Edmondson, the carry on that happened with them. They're going to be linked away constantly as soon as they even kind of show their face again. I say I don't even know if they're back in training yet or or anything. And I say there's maybe a few others. Um, we actually mentioned the other night, but on Saturday while we were playing Motherwell, Hasty still wears and he's playing with Motherwell. He's not playing. Yeah. He's another one. He doesn't even get a game for Motherwell at the moment, to be honest. So um, that's, a, that's a strange one, one, that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Greg Middleton as well, he's another one. <laughs> Middleton. Well, he did make that weird cameo at left back. I'm not sure how much, whether that was just a wee um, experiment that's not really coming off. He's a bit lightweight to be a left back, I think, but yeah, I, think I don't see much in that. Yeah, yeah, I think he's had his time as well. So we'll leave that there. As I say, not too much concrete evidence that that's going to happen but this as I say it's speculation season it's transfer season this is just what happens so we'll move on to today and it was the press conference today ahead of the game against St Johnston and it was Gary Mack and Borna Barisic ahead of the league tie against St Johnston tomorrow night Wednesday the 23rd of December kick off time being 6pm now before we get into this press conference this game is only legally available through St Johnston TV via their website and they've decided to charge £17.50. Now, this is a joke. This is a, a, a piss take of the highest order, trying to take advantage of Rangers fans being the way Rangers fans are and willing to pay anything. The only thing that I will say is I would never, ever sit here and encourage non, non-legal um movements I should say to to, <laughs> to, to to view the game but if you can somehow get yourself out of the country from the hours of 1800 tomorrow night and about 2000 tomorrow night yep. you can purchase it from RTV for 999 now I'm just saying if you can go on a quick holiday for that amount of time I would much rather be giving £10 to Rangers than giving £17.50 purely to St Johnston what are your thoughts on that Ali? Yeah when I, when I knew this game was on St Johnston TV I mean, St. Johnson TV doesn't doesn't sound a good ring, does it? No, I'd love it doesn't. To know what it's like a guy pedalling a bike to try and get it to work or something. But it's um, I seventeen pound fifty. It's I mean, what we charge nine ninety nine anyway for all our games, which to me I think that's a fair that's fair nine ninety nine. Yeah, seventeen fifty. That's taking the piss. I mean, St. Johnson, no, they know Rangers are coming to town, and if it was Celtic as well, I have to mention if it was them too, they know. The fans will pay this, so they're, they're trying to. It's a bit of a scam, to be honest. You, I mean, they, they do it with away tickets. These teams, they, yeah. you see, we go to these away grounds and the charges, fucking God knows how much it is. It's ridiculous because of because we're Rangers fans, and then they'll know they'll get the money from us. I mean, it's something that really needs to be looked at in terms of payment, in terms of tickets, and this. I mean, I'd love to know what they've charged St Johnson for their other. TV games. I mean, I've not actually looked into that, but I'd like to know how much they actually charge for other games. But seventeen fifty, and like I said earlier on, I'd have the fear paying seventeen fifty. Would their servers be able to cope with how many thousands of people actually going on to that? I mean, I actually went on their website today, and they've got a, like a wee guy's email underneath it for in case something goes wrong with it. I'd hate to be that fucking guy, <laughs> honestly, if it goes tits up. And I've, yeah. got, I've, I've got the utter fear with it that it will go tits up. Yeah, so, I would agree with that, mate. I don't think... They, they've not thought this through. So even if... 
again, maybe that's why they've inflated their price. So many people don't do it and they try and find other options of watching the game. So their service will be able to cope with it. But no, you're right. If We, we learned and Rangers learned from the first time round when we started watching things through our TV that they needed to up their game in terms of their service, which yeah. they have now done. Obviously, the, the service with our TV is absolute class and I, I've not really seen any negatives on it this season at all. But I mean, £17.50, as you say, for a wee guy pedalling a bike, mate, trying to keep the generator running to make sure that we can all see the game, it's just it's so ridiculously overpriced and it's, it is taking the piss. It's yeah. chasing the blue pound, mate, as much as they possibly can. So, as I said, if there is there is, there is ways around it. Um, <laughs> but as I say, it's, um, I'm not encouraging that at all, but... The nine ninety nine goes to Rangers. That's that's all I'm saying. So we'll leave that there, Ali. So do you want to just take us through the press conference today, mate? Yeah, like you say, press conference today was Gary Mark and, and Borna Barisic. Gary Mark, he usually gets wheeled out when we have a lot of games in a row because obviously Gerard doesn't want to speak to these assholes in the press constantly because <laughs> he fucking can't stand them. So it was Gary Mark's turn today. So I they basically asked him about... Um, how last season they relied on Morelos with a lot of his goals. If he didn't score, the team struggled. He mentioned, yeah, we got a lot, a lot of goals, a nice spread of goals, he actually said, across the team. So no, he was quite happy about with that. He did also mention breaking down Motherwell, the two banks of five. He said Rangers showed great patience and they basically got the rewards because they kept prodding and they got the result they deserved. Um, he was also... Asked if this will be a defining season over the next two weeks. Basically agreed. He said this time of year, every season is key. So yeah, the next two weeks are massive. Although he did say, as we've mentioned umpteen times before, they only take one game at a time, Rangers. Get, tick that off and then we'll look to the next one. In terms of injuries, Ryan Jack, which I've had the utter fear with for the last three weeks. Yes. <laughs> How many yes. days? Has apparently been back in training the past two days. So he said hopefully we'd be in the squad for Hibs, which suggests to me he won't start against Hibs. He could be in the bench, yeah. maybe possibly start away at St Mirren before the Tims game, which is good because I would want him back for the Tims game. So yeah. aye, so that, that was a positive. Obviously, we Alfie's back for tomorrow. I mean, we'll come on to the teams, but I think we'll probably both agree that he'll lead the front, lead the line for us tomorrow night. So yeah, he yes. basically said we pretty much had a full squad to choose from, apart from obviously the two clowns we mentioned earlier on, Edmondson and Jones, they're still not available, <laughs> but I think they'll be available quite soon actually. Um, he did also mention, they went on about the how Rangers have conceded a few stupid goals recently, so he said, yeah, he, was, he wasn't alarmed by it or anything, but he said obviously there's times we've switched off and he said that the team was, was keen to get back to clean sheets again. So obviously if you've got a clean sheet, it makes it a lot easier to win the game, giving stupid goals away. So yeah. he was he was keen to that. And like I said, didn't even want to look too far ahead, just take one game at a time. They did ask him about, obviously, this new threat of coronavirus in terms of the league getting cancelled and there's no protocols at the moment in case it get cancelled. He wasn't going to go down that wee alleyway where they want him to go down and give again a sound bite. He just said they're focused and they just want to keep playing football at the moment. And another wee thing which... I knew, I, th- I thought I knew this wee fact. It's actually his, it's his birthday on Christmas Day, Gary Mark. So they asked him, yeah, is that a good... 
David Tanner won it that asked him, I think. Aye, uh, David, David Tanner. So he was asking, is it a good birthday? And he said, no, it's not a good birthday. <laughs> because he's, since he's the age of 16, he was at Motherwell. He's been basically, he's been working every day, every sort of Christmas day in his, his, his life. So he says, no, it's not a great day. And he, he still sees himself as 50 years of age. <laughs> he's not yeah. aged. So yeah, that's so, as much that's as much as Gary Mack was saying. I don't know if you had any thoughts on what he said or whatever. Yeah, no, I was. Uh, one thing about Gary Mack, he just sounds like just a proper stand-up guy, doesn't he? He just sounds like a, a genuinely nice, a nice guy. Um, yeah, I mean, it was the kind of the standard questions really getting kind of thrown at him and stuff, and um, nothing really too shocking in it, to be honest. Um, he's obviously singing the praises of the team, right? Quite rightly so for the. Right, sorry, quite rightly so for the performance they put in in the second half against Motherwell, and again, just the whole one game at a time thing, one game at a time thing, which I think is massively important. It's be quite easy for us just to all focus on um, the old form coming up, and yeah. sometimes I do it, sometimes I jump to it, and I take these games as a given. But Wednesday night against St Martin has taught us everything we need to know. We cannot afford to look ahead; we have yeah. to take every game as it comes. But yeah, no, apart from that, obviously, happy birthday to. Happy birthday and Merry Christmas to Gary Mack on the same day, so it's a strange one. But yeah, as I said, all I take for Gary, he's just, he's just seems like a, a stand-up guy. Whereas, you don't know, you're just about coming on to Borna. He sounds like a, a baddie for Rocky or like the James James Bond movies or yeah, something. He's, he's like that typical Eastern European, like British, yeah. obviously, so he's got that kind of accent about him. I don't think there's much banter you could probably have with him in terms of the Scottish press. But oh. he gave more than Joe Aribo, to be honest, a couple of other weeks. <laughs> 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 that, that wouldn't be too difficult, <laughs> mate, no. But I they asked him the same kind of bloody questions, to be honest. Obviously said against Motherwell, said the team showed character against Motherwell. They did mention the previous season. He did say maybe previous seasons when they panicked during these seasons and that's why we've not got results. But he said, obviously, this team's been together for three seasons now. So he, did, he mentioned later on the, the mentality's better. They've got the, like that winning. I think that's 10 wins in a row now for Rangers in the league, yeah. which, is, yeah. which is phenomenal. I don't know the last time I've done that, but I mean, it's phenomenal. He talked, obviously, about how good the squad is. He did mention the five subs rules really good. It's been an advantage for us season in terms of bringing players on, bringing players that can make a difference. Your Hadges, Maret, um, what do you call them, Itton. Uh, who can only get a rebo? So you can make these changes and change the game. So he did mention that. Uh, he didn't want to think about obviously previous season collapses. They've mentioned that before. Obviously, we're coming to the, the the time of the season where the press will be gathering to. They're waiting for it to happen. Yes, so they're, yes. they're they're throwing their tuppence in at the moment about it all the time. So he didn't say much about that. Again, like we've mentioned umpteen times again, he said we take one game at a time and we'll we'll see what happens. He was asked about St Johnston. Do you think they'll do a five-five-zero? And he said, "Yeah, <laughs> he said, yeah." He says most teams are going to do it to him. He says he understands why they do it, but he says Rangers basically need to find a way to break these teams down. He knows why they do it. These teams, so yeah, that was pretty much from Borna, to be honest. Yeah, as you say, you're you're quite right in the comparison by by Joribo Borna seems like one of the type of guys. He's probably completely different on the park and in the training ground. I demise a completely different guy, but in front of the camera, he's very. Very stone faced, very just kind of kind of plain answers back. Um, it was interesting him mentioning the previous season that we may not have done, we may not have done as well, we may not have got out there with the win. So I think 
that shows obviously within the team the mentality has changed and they believe that it's changed and they now believe that if they just keep going and they keep working and moving the ball as quickly as they can, their chances will come. And as I say, Motherwell, that's all they have to do now is just think, well, we've done it against Motherwell. And he is right. I mean, these teams, a draw against Rangers is massive for them, especially the way that Rangers are playing just now. So they're trying to do anything they can to try and stop us. So you can completely understand where Bonner's coming from, to be honest. Yeah, no, definitely. So we'll leave that there. We'll go with starting 11s, mate. Now, I, quite, I struggled with this one because I don't know how much a change he's actually going to make. Um, but I'll, anyway, I've went with McGregor, Tav, Goldson, Holander, Barisic, Davis, Kamara, Aribo, Kent, Morelos and Roof. I'm one change from that. Um, Chaga, Tav, Goldson, Holander, Barisic, Midfield three, I've got Arfield, Davis, Aribo. So I've not I'm not putting Kamara there. And I've got Roof, Morelos and Kent up front. The mid the mid to be honest, the midfield three is a three that I think fucking everyone struggles with because we don't know what's going to appear there. But I just thought with Aribo's forty five minutes at the weekend there, I thought he offered a lot. And Arfield, Davis, Kamara to me have said it, it's quite safe. Yeah. If, we don't seem to struggle as much up at St Johnston. I mean, we seem to go up there. It's a ground we seem to do okay at, but I'd imagine they'll set up quite similar to St Mirren and uh, Motherwell there. So that's why I thought put Aribo in there. Yeah, that's my thing about Aribo as well. And, um, the reason that I, the reason I didn't play, or the reason why I'm deciding, nah, I'm deciding as if I'm picking a team. Um, the reason that I didn't put Arfield in my choice was. I think he struggled when 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 um, Motherwell did their two banks of five. He didn't really have much space and not really much came off for him. And maybe just a wee rest is maybe all he needs just to sharpen up a wee bit. Um, but that's why I left Kamara on. So and I, there's no doubt in my mind that Morelos is starting tomorrow night. Oh, definitely. And he's got a good record up there as well, Morelos. Yeah, he scored quite a few times up at uh, McDermott Park. So no, I, I actually think he'll score tomorrow night, Morelos. Yeah, so I've said it. I've said it now. He's going to score tomorrow night. Yeah, I, I took, I put, I'm putting down as one of my goal scorers, mate, and I think I'll maybe put a wee cheeky fiver on it as well. So, I'll go for a scores. Do you want go first or second? You go first. If I go first, it's going to be a boring 2-0 Rangers. Well, because we've, because we've con, uh, started conceding goals, I thought I'll put St. Johnson down to score one. Um, so, I think Rangers will win 3-1 tomorrow night, and I think Morelos will score. I think there's... Sitting in the stars for the wee man to come back yeah. and bust the net open, I think. I would say about St Johnson, I, I looked at their form. It's pretty mixed, to be honest. I mean, they're sitting 10th yeah. in the league. They've not won the last five league games. I know they drew against the Tims and should have beat the Tims, but they've got a lot of draws in there, St Johnson. They leaked goals as well. They leaked three goals against St Mirren at the weekend. So they're there, they got at St Johnston. And like I say, it's a ground we seem to go to over the years and, and do not too bad at up there. So, yeah, we should have no fears going up to St Johnston. We should be going no. up there and, and, and beating them. Yeah, I say I don't want it to be a game like Motherwell in any way, shape or form, mate, but all I care about is, all I care about is three points. Yeah. Get up there, get the business done, get home. Yeah, So, yeah. That will do it for today. So thank you all for listening. Um, if you've liked what you've heard and you'd like to support us and help us grow, then please like, subscribe and share anywhere you can. And if where you're listening to us, it lets you rate or comment, then please, 
please do so. Uh, we'd love to hear from you, kind of good or bad. Uh, you can also follow follow us on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. Just search Club at Twenty Two The Rangers Podcast, and we will pop up. So yeah, cheers, Ali. Um, I think both of us will be on tomorrow night after the St Johnston game. Yeah. Yeah, six o'clock kickoff as well, which I keep forgetting. Early kickoff. So no, look forward to it. Um, I like you say. I'll take anyone, a 1-0 win, anything. I just want the three points and down the road. And um, aye, hopefully we do it. Hopefully we do, mate. So we are Club at 22, the Rangers podcast. As I said, we will be back tomorrow night with an immediate match reaction um, after the St Johnston game and hopefully revel in another three points for the Gels. Thank you very much for listening.